0: After last week's Pigapalooza, we decided to change things up for Chapter 95.
1: As promised, we checked out our first Christmas market of the year. As a result, we discovered the beautiful historic village of La Roque Tembeau.
0: And Julie ordered eggnog online. I can't feel my
1: legs!
0: This is Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic. Before we get going today, just uh, uh, a programming note. Uh Uh-huh. This is Chapter 95. In five episodes, we will be ringing in... One hundred. ...the century mark of our podcast, and we thought it would be a cool idea to include you, a little interactive idea that Julie had, and we'll see if it takes. (laughs) Hey, listen, if you guys don't have any questions, then we just wash it away.
1: That's okay, too.
0: That's fine, too. But we just thought, hey, you guys may be, you know, if you're listening, and, and you've been listening since the beginning... Maybe you have questions about how we got here. Maybe you have questions about uh, you know some of the travails of the, the episodes you've listened to, or maybe you want to find out more uh, on France. It, whatever it is, we want to dedicate chapter one hundred to you and your questions or comments.
1: Yeah, and we look forward to that.
0: Yeah, we really do. So give that a give that a thought and check in. At the Facebook page, at Jeff and Julie Move to France, and uh, drop some of your comments there, and we'll address them first week of January. January yeah. if, if if everything stays on schedule, we will yep. we'll be episode one one
1: hundred. Wow, <laughs> uh,
0: and uh, hopefully by episode one hundred, I won't be talking about
1: fiber. Everybody's sick about us talking about fiber, but it's a saga. It's not over.
0: Well, it's because Orange is the worst company on the planet. (laughs) It's just that simple. They are just absolutely an abysmal uh, company with respect to...
1: Customer service. Customer
0: service. It's just...
1: You know, they're all about the sale. Yeah. And they make promises that they can't keep. Oh, how about
0: something we didn't mention? How about this? Remember when we were actually in the store uh-huh. with the clerk. Yes. And she said she was talking about this uh this bonus and, and and she said, Oh no, but that's not for you because you're already customers.
1: Yes. That's right.
0: And then I said, Well, maybe we could uh Change companies then. She goes, oh, go ahead. Yeah, they didn't care. (laughs) She said, said, go ahead. You know, try and find one with as good of a...
1: Yeah, the the um, after-purchase service, or as they call it here, the salve, is just, uh, it's abysmal. So where did we leave off last time?
0: I have no... uh, I I was pretty uh, happy that uh, where we had left off, uh, it was all going to get straightened out.
1: Oh, Wasn't I going to get a call? Yeah. I was going to get a call with, because I got booted up the chain. That's right. With it was a technical all, advisor.
0: It was all going to get straightened out with that call.
1: Right. And so I waited for that call for an hour and a half and it never came.
0: Never came. And there has been no such call No follow-up. No follow-up. Zero. Up. Zip. So uh, I decided to take the bull by the horns and try and find somebody who spoke English, which I was able to do because you've done enough on this. And... And then I I talked to two women at Orange. One was in customer service. One Mm -hmm. was in tech.
1: So almost a week ago.
0: Almost a week ago. They assured me that they would get back to me on Monday, uh, even if there was nothing to report, just to say, we're working on it. Mm -hmm. No call. Zip. The first girl said she was going to report the guy and get the the guy who sold us this bill of goods. Mm -hmm. Nothing on that. Mm -hmm. Nothing from the tech girl. Nothing. Just absolutely... uh, the worst company on the planet for this kind of thing. So you know what? Here's the here's our plan. We're probably legally bound with them for for 12 months, but I'm telling you, and I'll do this. Don't worry, you won't have to do any of it. We're leaving this company because mm. we're we're gone. Orange. We're not get. We were gonna go get new phones. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, not a chance. Yeah, and when we do get new phones, it will be with another company, and um, we'll get uh, somebody else to uh be our internet provider in a year. Yeah. I can wait.
1: Yeah. You know the the whole idea was to try to stay with a consistent provider and man oh man did they make did they Promise things that they can't. They,
0: they, they promised two free months, but you have to apply for the two free months, right? And they didn't send us the link to go apply, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that was supposed to be done twice. I know. Oh, they're just. Yeah. They're so horrible. They're anyway, not very good. Uh, in, in any
1: case, I, I've had to locate uh, another. Um, what would you call the, the service? An installer. Come, an installer. Yeah. Uh, he he came in and, and installed our LG Tel, which we're, we're keeping because uh, it. it yeah. Yeah, as a it second. It works. I mean, yep. It's a backup. It's a backup. Um, And so this young guy and his dad are going to come out and take a look at our situation and see if they can help us out. Um, Because he
0: he was fantastic when he installed the LG. He did some extra things for me. Unlike the orange guy, it's not my job. Okay, (laughs) if I hear that one more time. Well, it was an
1: orange subcontractor. Whatever. He was less than. I know, I know. In any case, our fiber issue is not done. We've got an appointment coming up in the next couple of days, and hopefully we'll have some positive news next time.
0: Uh in the meantime the, the something positive that I've been working on are, are a set of stairs that I'm building f- uh to go up to, to the workshop and I got to tell you I got to <laughs> tell you th- this is like it, first of all it's it, my when I come in Julie looks at my hair what did you, r- did, you did you explode did you explode because the, the the smoke is still coming cuz you know doing stringers and stairs is, is I mean most anybody who does Carpentry as a as a as a career, okay. It's a, it's a piece of cake. But when you're a you know a weekend warrior, yeah, you're like a I hobbyist, am, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know doing these stairs, and I'll have some pictures of where I'm at. But it's been fun. It's it's kept my mind off some of this other crap. But I got to tell you. The amount of times that I've almost fallen off of this deck or off of a ladder or off of the temporary stairs trying to make safe (laughs) stairs would spin your head, I'm telling Uh,
1: you. And yesterday, I look at your hand and you've you've got a cut on on your knuckle. And I say, well, what happened there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So the the
0: amount of tools I'm using, I'm using a planer, I'm using a router, I'm using a table saw, I'm using a chop saw, I'm using a skill saw, I'm using a jigsaw. And I cut my hand while sweeping. The floor when I bumped into the corner of the cabinet. I mean, it's just <laughs>
1: that's just you. That's just the way you. That's the way you roll, for sure.
0: Oh man! But you have your own crap going on.
1: I do. Uh...
0: Watch repair.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I do. So you know, I I, I had this watch um, that broke. The little the little um, dial. An, uh, what or do you what? call it? They call the s- it a tige, uh
0: Stop. No, like, no, no, no.
1: What's the name of this thing? Post. No. It's a post. It's a post.
0: It's the thing you wind. It's the windy thing.
1: The windy thing fell fell out of the watch. There you go. And back in the summer I brought it to a jewelry store in Villeneuve-sur-Lot. Oh. <laughs> and uh, and I left it there and they said, "Okay, well, we'll we're, we're going to ship it out and then we'll call you and let you know what the what the v is, so what it's going to cost." And so I get a a message from the store, and they said it was going to be to replace... um,
0: The little windy thing.
1: It's got a name. Anyway, uh, to replace it, uh, it's going to cost 490 euros. 500
0: euros? 750 bucks Canadian.
1: Yeah, to... to Replace, yeah. Uh, and uh, I said that thank you, but no thank you. And then he offered to knock 100 hundred euros off, which I thought was really bizarre. But
0: well, I, here's the thing when you offer to knock 100 off, then uh, you know you're getting the shies yeah, right there.
1: Yeah. So I said, oh, you know, I'll come in and pick up my watch. Just let me know when it's back in, in the store. So we were going into Ajon for something else. And I, I, I thought, well, it's a bigger city. So why don't I take a look? And see if there's a high-end jewelry store that does watch repairs, and I found one. It was easy to locate. Um, we brought one of your watches in that needed a new battery that nobody could could can yeah. make work. Yeah. Uh, not in Canada. Not in Villeneuve. And um, and I brought my watch in, and they said the same thing. Okay, well, you know we've got this. We've, we're going to bring it up to a specialist, and and we'll call you and let you know how much it's going to cost and i'm 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 on the other line with the guy he says okay i've got your devie and i'm bracing myself <laughs> yeah because actually
0: and, and and you should have been bracing yourself cuz actually this store is really high end beautiful beautiful inside like and and they're you know like they've got all of the really high end watches as opposed to the other guy mm-hmm. so yeah you're thinking okay if the other guy was 490 this is going to be a fortune
1: <laughs> and he said uh, it's going to be 50 euros is that okay and I went, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> I couldn't believe... So, 50 euros to replace...
0: So, the hammering that that guy was trying to oh put my on you. Oh,
1: goodness. Like, uh, it, it's unbelievable. And the watch isn't even worth that much. That's right. So, <laughs> in any case, it's, it's being repaired. Yours is done, and... Yeah, mine
0: was done for free, I think. Yeah, and, yeah. Maybe including a, uh, a battery, but, uh, you know we found ourselves now a new jewelry st- store
1: That's fantastic.
0: Oh man. <laughs> that sucks. I don't think there's anything that I haven't bought you. So
1: That's true. I, I look, I'm I'm not uh... Unless you want
0: to start getting into like sticking things through your <laughs> no. nose and cheek <laughs> or, and
1: or, or teeth or Yeah, 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 uh, gold no. teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Thanks.
0: Uh so listen, we had pretty fair response about the pigs last week. I we got to say, yeah, I got to say
1: People are into pigs?
0: People are—well, it's just—we just got some funny comments,
1: okay? okay? all right.
0: Uh, all, all from uh, people that uh, have been following the podcast for a while. So, Tomas, oh, yes. our Belgian friend, yes. said, I've seen so many boars around here—boars, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, around here this year— um, uh, where, where he hasn't seen them on on previous holidays. So he's noted an uptick ah. in, in the wild boars here. okay. I heard that if you hit one, you're allowed to take it home to make it up for the damages uh, to your car. but if your car still drives, that is. Uh, just make sure it's dead. Uh, if it was only knocked out, it will remodel your car from the inside out when, he wa- when it wakes up. So thanks Love for it. that, so much. That's Tomaz. great. Uh, my friend Karen from Saskatoon, first and only time I met a wild pig, it was dead. A friend out scouting for deer hid it near Aberdeen, which is just outside of Saskatoon. For some reason, he thought it was a good idea to bring it to our place. Oh, no. Never want to smell anything like that again. <gasps> oh, the Wildlife Federation has a dinner every year. Around the same year, Victor asked me if I wanted to go. They're serving wild boar. A hard no on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave Little said, uh, so we get their drugs and guns. They get our pigs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's great. <laughs> about America. <laughs> so uh, thanks very much, you guys, on on the pig topic. And we had a comment about uh, little Napoleon. Uh-oh. Yeah. And uh, you were trying to, you know, put one over on me as I was defending how, uh, you know, the Americans have no problem with uh, British people taking American roles. Yeah. And you were saying, oh, yeah. Well, what if Gérard Depardieu played the role of Lincoln? Mm-hmm. Randall McNair. Funnily enough, Lincoln was portrayed by Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, okay. (laughs) And then he said, Defarge would have been more suited to play Washington. (laughs) But anyway.
1: Okay, point well taken. There you
0: go. I, I wish I'd have remembered that uh, because uh, that might have shut your argument down. But uh, hey, listen, thanks very much for enjoying the Facebook page. By the way, this week we're going to have a ton more cool photos because we got a lot of stuff to get to here.
1: Yes, because we went to a Christmas market, our first one of the year. And, uh, you know, before I get to La Roque which was where the market was being held, we drove by this really unique how many stories? Six-story
0: tower? It's at least six or eight and stories. And it's, it's yeah.
1: centered in, in, in the valley.
0: It's just a tower that's mm-hmm. close to the, to, the, the church. to the church.
1: And so we decided, hey, let's pull over and, and take a look at this because it's it's bound to have some history. And that's in the town of haute la tour So they care so much about the tower that it's part of their name. Mm-hmm. It's part of the village name. And it's it's a, a massive tower um, it dates back to the 1400s mm-hmm. And apparently, it's where uh, two of the bishops from Agen uh, resided for a period of time.
0: It's really cool. You can tell, like it has a turrety kind of like yeah. for the staircase. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a lot of work getting up to the top floor of that thing.
1: Yeah, and then we didn't go inside the church. Um, they were um, there were workmen doing yeah. making some repairs on the masonry. That's a full time job here in France. Yeah, repairing the ma- masonry.
0: Yeah, if you're a, if you're a mason in Canada and you want some work anywhere in Europe, you're, you're uh- set.
1: But apparently, there's water that runs through the church, and it's sacred water, combined with a, a, a relic that they found. It is uh, lore that um, this water helps with infertility. Okay. So, uh, so for a while, people were, you know, going to church a lot. <laughs> 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 for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we've got some, some pictures of, of what we saw. And then we made our way to the market, yeah. which was held in La Salle des Fêtes, so in the party room of the village.
0: Oh, yes, right. Which is, which is right next to the Marie, the, the mayor's office. Yes.
1: And, you know, the one word I have for this... Um, Quaint? Gentle. Oh, gentle. Okay. It was it was really sweet. You had a skinny Santa Claus walking around with a basket full of bonbons, offering them to the kids. And, right. And everybody had their wares out. There were chocolatiers. There were jam makers. There were uh, l- really high end food products, um, l- handmade mm. b- little bags, and and woodworking and etched ba- gla- baking.
0: There was baking. Lots and- of baking
1: and etched glass. And I would say there were probably. Forty yep. artisans there, mm-hmm. um, and
0: then you, there was someone there trying to sell you a fifteen hundred dollar blender,
1: A fifteen hundred euro yeah. blender. Not not a blender; it's a cooker, oh, and yeah. apparently it does everything. I, I can't even remember the name of it. All I remember is where am I going to put it?
0: Here's what I remember: what? that we weren't buying it. <laughs> That's what it was I remember.
1: And it was a weird thing to have at the Christmas market. You know, it was well, not really. Else, it, well, everything
0: it, it applied to uh, a lot of the things that you you know were. Being sold there, so yeah,
1: yeah. So we spent, you know, we spent a good chunk of time there and and uh, really enjoyed ourselves.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, this was inside, like as as Julie mentioned, it was in the party room. Um and so yeah I, I kind of more prefer the outside ones which we're going to try and tackle next week we'll tell you more about that in a minute but um yeah like you said it just it, it was just and it was just what the one day or two days like over the weekend and then it, they're it's gone It's just a two
1: day thing and yeah. that's pretty common in the small villages it's not mm-hmm. like a you know a a a, a month long festival it's two days over a weekend and so I'm trying to track down this weekends mm-hmm. uh villages
0: And we we picked up some stuff like we bought some uh some some chocolate. We bought some uh, jam. Uh, I there? bought
1: a beautiful ceramic vase. Oh
0: yeah, and then the vase, Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was
1: beautiful stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Well, and that's maybe the we'll funny, take a picture of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the funny thing about uh, these markets, whether they're summer or or winter markets. Sometimes it's a little uh, sketchy, but oftentimes you get really high quality stuff. That woman who was uh, doing the pottery was amazing yeah, and, ceramics and,
1: and the woman who did the chocolate
0: yeah oh
1: wow the chocolate it was art yeah just beautiful yeah. and tasty
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah it was good yeah
1: yeah so in the car I, I heard it made big news france was very disappointed in their pisa score and pisa is the program for international student assessments
0: Whew, i'm glad you i'm glad you said that first because i would have <laughs> I would have called it something else.
1: <laughs> so, eighty-five over eighty countries participate in this assessment, okay. and they judge the students' abilities on three subjects, three uh-huh. topics: math, uh-huh. science, yeah. and reading/slash comprehension. Uh huh. <laughs> and
0: France went down.
1: France went so all the countries went down compared to twenty eighteen. This this uh, assessment takes place every three years.
0: But France went down. Yes. I feel responsible.
1: <laughs> but you're not a 15-year-old student, and you didn't take the test.
0: I know, but, I mean, <laughs> if, if there's anyone in France bringing down the comprehension levels, it's probably me. Holy.
1: No, this, these are for 15-year-old students across the globe, and they take these tests, and they're assessed. And it was really interesting. Only three countries didn't go down in their assessment. Did better. Uh, yeah, did or, sta- or
0: stayed the same. Sorry.
1: Yeah, they they did better. Um, uh, among those are uh, Singapore, who took the top ranking in all three categories. Oh. Oof. Um, and Korea and Japan. Hmm. Um. So, uh, where do you think now? Canada dropped, but where do you think within the eighty countries Canada ranks? Uh.
0: So those 80 countries, are they primarily like uh, Asia, Europe, and North America? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would put Canada about middle of the pack.
1: Well, you'd be surprised to know that in 2018, overall ranking was number six in the world. Really? According to the assessment. In 2022, uh, which just came Mm out, um, they were eighth. Okay. So they they are above um, the U.S., Mm-hmm. Um they're above France um France is in the middle of the pack it ranks I think somewhere in the twenties. no kidding yeah and so good for Canada yeah and the the way it works is they they take a look at how many points they've dropped and they they uh equate it to years. so if you've dropped fifteen points, you've dropped three quarters of a year in terms of your advancement in education huh. um France dropped twenty one points. Whoa. yeah. so there there's talk about it being because of the pandemic and how various countries handled the pandemic.
0: I don't think you can blame the pandemic. I just don't think that's fair. enough already on the pandemic. It, it was the same for everybody
1: that's true. Um, but it it depends how your educational system handled the pandemic. okay, you know, it, it, with with math, which was the, the subject that, that is the most complicated if if you've missed the beginning, uh, learnings of of let's just say algebra. Mm-hmm. That's it's going to be harder for you to catch up. I see. So uh, in, in any case, um, I think the whole the whole world is in the same situation where um, the education system has taken a bit of a beating.
0: I see. So that that would explain why everyone dropped. Yes. Yes. But you can't. I, I mean, the pandemic would explain why everyone dropped, uh, and and I guess what they're trying to say is depending on how it was handled. It affected some more than others, but you know that. I think they need to dig a little deeper than that because yes. that's thats thats an easy. Oh yeah, that's we'll br- br- brush that under the carpet.
1: Right, but as I mentioned, uh, other than South Korea, Japan, and Singapore, all countries uh, lost points. Um, this this twenty twenty two survey, they also assessed um, the students' happiness. Ah. Uh. And it's very interesting, lower-performing uh, countries were happier <laughs> um, because they had less anxiety, they were playing more sports, they had more extracurricular activities They may, may not have been just studying your math and your science and, and mm-hmm. your comprehension. In the high-performing countries, there was a, a marked... Uh, uh, increase in fear of failure,
0: anxiety, and then
1: an, yeah, anxiety, yeah, mm. and fewer extracurricular activities. So I, th- I think you have to take the whole thing together.
0: Wow, that's <laughs> interesting. Well, you know what? You always need recreation, you know. And I know they sort of scrapped recess, and they've they've done things uh, with uh, with g- what we used to call gym, yes. you know, and yeah. and those type of things just aren't as prevalent anymore. And I, I mean, I think kids need that. They need. You know, they they need to get out. They need to move. Yes. Kids, you know, because we're squirmy to begin with. I mean, yes.
1: Yeah. And you've always said that, you know, education is different for everybody. You know, you can't fit everybody into one. Oh, God, Like no. template.
0: No, no. I mean, for me, it was like I would get into a classroom uh, with a new teacher and that teacher would look at my name. Oh, Lumby.
1: <laughs> Front row.
0: Front. No, come on up here. Front row. You don't even know me.
1: Oh, but I know of you. (laughs) Me too. I was in the front row because I was wearing the Medal of Honor. (laughs) Oh, boy. And that brings me to the French phrase of the day. Oh, great. (laughs) Ready?
0: You would have so got pounded. (laughs)
1: In, in <laughs> I went to, I, I went to I, an all-girls school. I know I know I oh, know everybody and, knows. And, and I also want to mention that these um, these samplings for the assessment are in both private and public schools. Oh. So it's not just one or the it's it's ah. a it's a real That's a uh, distinction. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, so here is the French phrase of the day. Après le pain, l'éducation est le premier besoin d'un peuple.
0: Okay. I think I've got it. Uh, and Don't tell me what peuple is because I think I know. (laughs) Peuple. 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 Uh, après le pain, after the bread, Mm -hmm. education is the number one need of the pupil. No? Uh,
1: people. Peuple is is a people. Of the people.
0: Oh. I thought it was pupil.
1: No, it's not pupil.
0: I thought Jean was people.
1: Uh, yeah, but a peuple is a population, like oh. uh, le le peuple de France. I'm so close. You're very close. I got all the way you to know, the like last I, I word. You know, like I give you four and a half stars. It's it's really good. Yeah. So what
0: pe- what would they give you at your little school there when you were, would you would you? If I you would didn't... have
1: gotten a medal of honor and stars on the board, <laughs> and I get to wear it for a week. Oh,
0: oh, oh, oh. If that ever happened to me, <laughs> I'd have been drugged through the mud for a week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or locked in a fridge. No, yeah. I locked. was locked in a fridge. Could have died. The stuff that happened to me. <laughs>
0: and I was not a brainiac.
1: <laughs> okay, so, après That's le pain, in. l'éducation est yeah. le premier besoin d'un peuple. After bread, or after food, education is the first need
0: of the people. Yeah, just like I said, yeah. separate people. Alright.
1: We'll remember peple now.
0: I'm getting better with these French phrases and that totally. was not that was not, you know, dead easy.
1: No. Yeah. No. I, I think you you did really well. All right. Oh. Well, there you
0: go. Congratulations. French, French phrase of the day. Now mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. time now for another Paris twenty twenty-four Olympic update.
1: So in the news this week, they were talking about transportation probably not being ready. To accommodate the millions of people that will be arriving in Paris for the Olympics,
0: you got to be kidding me.
1: Mm-mm. The um, the mayor is is saying that uh, it there are certain um, M-
0: modes of transportation. Mo- yeah,
1: well, the metro and it, it's going to be very complicated and won't be ready um, to accommodate the throngs of people that are coming to um, to see the Olympics. Well, what's the Point. Well, they're trying. They're trying to make it happen. But they're also going to be increasing the fare to take the metro. It's it's, um, it's doubling. It's doubling from the end of July to the beginning of September. And that will appra- apply to all the tourists. If you live along the subway line in your resident, you can still buy your monthly pass at the same rate. But anybody who's buying a a one-off tic- ticket oh, okay. will be paying, you know, 4 4 euro and 37 centimes or something As like opposed that. to two or As whatever. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, um that is uh that is the news they're concerned about about the transportation right now uh, throughout Paris.
0: Well, and there was a stabbing in Paris. Uh they they're also worried about that now, but I mean, It was a one-off. There's no way you can possibly prevent something like that. You're going to have throngs of people. They're all going to be mingling about and something like that
1: can happen anywhere at well, any they're, time. they're upping the security. They're also uh, issuing um, for people who live within the zones, because there are Olympic zones, uh, QR codes so they they can go in and out of their apartments oh. and their homes. Uh, they also will issue a QR code for their guests so that they can go oh, through. Wow. So you need to have either an Olympic ticket or a QR code to be able to circulate in those zones during the Olympics. Hmm. Cool.
0: Well, we'll uh, keep you. If you're if you're planning on heading to the Olympics, uh, we'll we'll keep you abreast of all the the new information that comes our way. Right between now and July.
1: But you know, it, it, everything that that we're reading is is indicating that it's going to be chaotic. It's just going to be if if you don't need to be there.
0: So not for me.
1: Get out. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So you did something uh, behind my back, which is uh, kind of <laughs> interesting because oh, we were talking yeah, about the eggnog. Really, yeah. No, it's just I didn't know you were. Trying this, and you ordered eggnog online. Yes, I I did. And it arrived. I know, but and and it's similar to the milk that they sell here. Like you, you go to the store here, and it's like the condensed milk, I guess, from home that just sits on the shelves, and then you. I don't know. It's
1: it, it, yeah. The, not all the milk is refrigerated. That's right. So the website that I referred to last week was My American Market, and that's where I found the eggnog, and it it, it was not as expensive as if I ordered it from Amazon. So I thought, okay, let's let's give this a whirl.
0: Okay, and uh, it, where do you th- where is this uh, eggnog made?
1: I'm not sure. It looks like it's Germany. Looks like it was German.
0: Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, so, uh, it, well, oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. What's the uh, the due date, uh, like the best before date?
1: May. Oh, jeez.
0: Okay, well. May
1: 2024.
0: I think I'm going to need some music uh, before we do this taste test and wrap things up here today. So what are we listening to?
1: We're going to be listening to Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree from Brenda Lee. And she's re-released this, right? Well, yeah, 65 years later, um, it's number one on on the charts in the U.S. in the top 100.
0: She's got to be like the oldest person in the world. No, she's she's in her late
1: 70s. No, no, to have a number one song. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes, Yes. she is the oldest person to have a number one hit on the (laughs) Billboard 100. And she originally recorded this when she was 13. Rockin' around Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe home where you can see
0: every tries to stop. Around Okay, uh, I've got the. Uh, by the way, this says on here, now that I've got it, that it's made in, in Luxembourg. Yes. What's called Lux Lay. Yes. Okay. And it's, uh, you know, I've got a picture of it on the Facebook page at Jeff and Julie Moved to France. It's just one of those cartons that you. I have to unscrew the the thing, so I'm doing that. And you've prepared our glasses. What have we got here, Julie?
1: Uh, we've got some cinnamon, nutmeg, and a cinnamon stick. I, actually,
0: you might wanna, you want to. I, I, I shook it already. Oh, okay. And uh, by the way, it yeah. smell it smells like normal eggnog. I really? Gotta, it, I, I gotta say, yeah. Okay. Very vanilla-ish. Okay. And uh, oh, not too much
1: for me. And uh, this is uh, sans alcohol.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it might need it after. All is said and done. Same consistency. Is it as, thick? Oh. Yeah, as uh, what we're used to. All right. So here's, I'm just going to pass you yours. Merci. And uh, here we go. Joyeux and Noël. Cheers. All right, here we go. God, taking my life in my own hands. Holy crap. That's pretty good. That's excellent. <laughs> oh, that's going to taste good with some brandy or <laughs> or rum. Oh, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Mmm, mmm, that is real. That's better than. That may be better than. That may be the best danged eggnog I've ever had.
1: So, how long, is this an old-fashioned recipe?
0: Traditional recipe, it says on there. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm afraid to go through the ingredients.
1: Try it. <laughs> so I,
0: as a matter of fact, I don't want to know what the ingredients are. <laughs> All right, that is it for Chapter 95. We will try and uh, negotiate our way to an outdoor Christmas market over the weekend. I'd really like to do that.
1: Yeah, I've got two that I'm looking at right now.
0: All right, so we'll get to that and report back on next week's show. We'll see you next Friday on Jeff and Julie move to France during a global pandemic. Au revoir.
1: À très vite.